Good. Uh oh. Uh-oh, we are not on the camera. You hear us, but you do not see us. Now Good you see us. Morning. Good morning, everybody. There we go. I don't know why that happened. Oh, because we were just on local, so it was all it was all wonky with the setting. Hey, hey. we're here. Hopefully, I'll hear that us. Would be, uh, that would be loudmajority.locals.com if Today you want to sign up for our premium content. And meet uh, another one of our team. That's right. Uh, our resident turtle. Our resident turtle. When, yeah. when he's on the screen, we need to actually move the cameras back to mm -hmm. encompass the, the, the ginormity of his head. Yes, his head. That's right. We were just in invisibility mode before. We actually uh, have learned that skill overnight. Um, so pretty cool. Uh, we appreciate everybody and all the love. We see a lot of LFA folks who are watching our early show uh, from 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Rumble.com slash Loud Majority US, where I basically talked to everybody in circles with numbers this morning. But it was a lot of <laughs> a lot of pain this morning. But uh, And then Evie Rosewood is saying, we need a Go Go MAGA Rangers t-shirt. <laughs> you know what? Uh, so, yes, and here it is. Oh, uh, Eli, unity, patriotism, pride, strength, courage. With your combi powers combined, I am Captain MAGA. I like that. Captain Planet, I remember that show? Long that was, time, that, long time. That was good. But that was fun. So we're here. i uh, got a couple of cool stories today, and uh, it's Friday, so we're going to have a little bit of fun. Joe Biden made another really silly gaffe, so we'll have another one of those. You know, I know more think of myself as being as old as I am than fly. Where's Jackie? Where's Jackie? Where's Jackie? I didn't think she was going to be here today. <laughs> Where is Jackie? It's his fault. It's this guy's fault. We're helping HIV AIDS with his arm around the shoulder of Elton John. By the way, guys, we just got these yeah, new hats. I think hats it's going to be a long, long time. People, you know, people have been there. We have a rocket man. We finally got some new hats in. So yes. now these hats were supposed to be black, but because we wore them out, they started they turned after, to brown. After two years, they were brown. Yeah. So uh, we have new hats now. I, I, I just love this getter hat, though. I mean, it's so comfortable. And this little palm. palm yeah, we actually have those, too. We have those, too. And, uh, we do, but we don't have pom -pom. No pom poms. No pom poms. Unfortunately, I love this. It's not 1996. Oh, the pom pom's cool. Looks good on me. I'll tell you that much right now. Looks great. I look great. I look great with a pom. -pom. Looks good on you though. Looks good on you though. <laughs> uh, but we have 18, a cool 18 days, guys. Yep. What are you going to do in these 18 days? 18 days left, folks. That's it. What are you going to do? Um. By the way, I tell you what you need to be doing. Yeah, hitting that rumble button. Hitting that rumble button. That's right. Yesterday we had 500 live rumbles for the first time ever, so we were very excited. Not first time ever. Sorry, first time ever in the one hour show uh, when we filled in for Antonio that one one episode before the morning. We had uh, 500 live yesterday. We had 500 live in the hour show, so we're very excited to finally check that off the bucket list. That's amazing, and we thank you very much. We got uh, some cool stories. Obviously, a watchdog group is saying that there are four. 159 legal violations on Hunter Biden's laptop. That's a lot of legal violations. That's a lot of legal violations. That's a lot of legal violations. Uh, that's more legal violations than they found uh, on Donald Trump. That's for sure. 459 more legal violations than they found on Donald Trump. Uh, also, the computer store, the owner of the computer store that possessed Hunter Biden's laptop is suing Hunter Biden and the Biden campaign for defamation over the Russian, Russian disinformation story. So that's cool. That's awesome. That's really cool. Margot Cleveland of The Federalist has that story. Charlie Crist... You know, Charlie Crist, the guy who looks like he's been spending too much time in a deep fryer in Florida. Yeah. Um... Charlie Chris, the I think one that's time a, that's a double fried. Yes, like a chicken fried. You steak. know I love my double. So he's a double fried, and my new nickname for 
Stacey Abrams is double wide. Okay, oh, she's double a double wide. wide. She's a big double wide. I can't stand her. I, you know, I had a hard time. You know, I, of course, a liberal is going to probably cut this and be like, because I don't know exactly why I don't like her like more than you know, like a Nancy Pelosi or something. I can't stand. They're going to go because she's black. It's not because she's black. It's because she's stupid. It's because she. Look, I just can't stand her. I've said it. I've said it numerous times. Stacey, I would Abrams, love to go on one of these shows. Horrible person. I would love to go on one of these shows like a Thank Don you. Lemon. And have him be like, I just think you don't like me because I'm black. Yeah. And I would go, no, Don, I don't like you because you're an asshole. Yeah, because you're horrible. <laughs> you're really bad at your job. Uh, so By the way, Chris, I, I watched Anna Perez show yesterday. Hmm? Oh, Anna, yeah. The dating episode? Really good. Yeah, she's awesome. Anna's really great. Really good. She, had, uh, she did one on Monday about the transgender stuff, how we're being trolled by trannies. She was sitting there talking about this soy boy that they found on Tinder, mm-hmm. and I just, I couldn't, I was all I was thinking to myself is like, okay, half of the population are these men. My favorite thing how about- How am I single? My favorite thing about Anna is that like she's just unbridled- Truth. That's all it is. It's yeah. just like it's like it's just it hits you in the face, and it's it's awesome. So I'm, she's je- got a great I'm show. jealous of her show because yeah. she curses. Yeah, and, no, she's great. And we've Sean and I have come to the agreement that I'm not going to use any <laughs> of the na- <laughs> that I'm not going to use any of the naughty words. Yeah, we don't use which naughty is words. why sometimes I'll be in the middle of a sentence and just go <laughs> because um, we are from Long Island and I don't know how to speak without cursing. That's right. Yeah, like a sailor. Um, but hey, look, all LFA TV is absolutely taking off. It's been great. We're very thankful for this platform. Another good Friday. We love our highly res- highly respected and talented producers. They're fantastic people. And the great Jeremy Harrell, the Honorable Michael Crispy, uh, rounding out the lineup. It's been great. So, the Honorable. Yes. Now, uh, Charlie Crist has lost his uh, campaign manager, by the way, with three weeks to go before the election. So <laughs> That's not the greatest sign. I am, re- I, am, I am revising my DeSantis plus 13 prediction to DeSantis plus 80. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's probably going to win by like 15, 20 points at this point. Uh, and I tweeted at the great Brendan Leslie. Maybe we'll try and get him on. I'll try and get him on Florida's Voice. Uh, he's got a, a cool project out there in Florida. He's running a, a media uh, organization out there in Florida. I said maybe it was Brendan Leslie's fault that uh, Charlie Chris can't pain manager quit because he will relentlessly he is relentless uh relentless uh, at getting to the truth yes. and uh, brendan gave a little hat tip on that so I'm we in do the love words, him i'm in the process of getting uh, someone rather big on the show oh very good we're excited about yes. that both show uh so it, i would love to see if we can get uh, brendan on that would be awesome if we can get other people other big beautiful people on the show I that got, would be awesome i just got a follow on twitter from miss Information. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I, she funny. calls me too. That's pretty good. I it's like miss. that. Uh, I wrote here. I bet at Charlie Chris campaign manager resigned because at Brendan Leslie is relentlessly destroying the lies put forth by that campaign every day with Florida's voice. Distant DeSantis by fifteen. Landslide inbound. <laughs> Landslide. Brendan inbound. responded with three. Thinking emojis over the tweet. <laughs> uh, so, oh, <laughs> look, here it is. Look. And then he posted the video Charlie Chris fundraised off hurricane victims. I demanded some answers, and instead, I was assaulted by his campaign volunteer. He was. He was pushed yes. around. Uh, so, First Brendan's off, doing a good job. The fact that an old, leather looking Democrat from Florida escaped a press conference in a golf cart, that could only be more Florida if the golf cart was slowly swallowed. By an alligator you know, or, on meth. or if this happened in like an HOA. Yeah. <laughs> you know I mean? Well, there was Mahjong being played. Everyone in the ever. Oh, you know? He was chased by an angry crowd at seven miles an hour. <laughs> Down the road on, from PGA Village. On their, on their jazzy. No, Charlie, we want answers. It's like that episode of Seinfeld where George is getting chased by everyone in the scooter and the people are walking faster than the scooter. And then. 
<laughs> we, the Green Ranger told police. The Green Ranger told police. <laughs> Hoy! We are the mighty Morphin Maga Rangers oh here. Oh my gosh, what a great time. Uh, you know, I hope this, you know, our, our morning show is so serious that we talked about a lot of local stuff. Yeah, local and, things, big uh, time. But, so, you know, and tonight's got to be serious. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. My best friend's getting married. Yeah, he's getting married. And I'm the best man. Yeah, I, I get to the give the greatest this, man. I get to give the speech. You're damn right, the greatest man. The greatest man. The best man. In Quite the frankly, the greatest man the world's ever seen. The world's. But ever yeah, seen. I got to give the speech, and I, I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, I'm a little nervous. A little nervous. Well, it's all right. You know, I mean, look, I've spoken in front of the president. I've sold out convention centers. I've sold out comedy clubs. That's right. Governors, with no problem. But this one, and I'm only saying it on this show because. There's like a two percent chance he's watching our our, our local oh, right, show. Yeah, there's a zero percent. There's, there's a zero percent chance, chance he's watching chance. this. But uh, I'm a little nervous. A little nervous. You know, I don't know. It's like it's like it, it means something. It's, I don't know. Like, yeah, I'm, you I'm, got one shot. I'm getting all butter soft now. The over under on how many times I cry is one and a half, and I got news for you. Pay the over. Uh, pay, take the over, pay baby. Pay the over. It's an easy bet. Take the over. Easy I, I think, bet. I think the hardest part's gonna be not drinking until the speech. That's gonna be even more difficult. And, that's that's and, one I gotta say. Also pay the over. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a, a gaffe we're going to get to at the end of the show, what Biden made with, uh, he's because nothing says energy for a guy without energy, John Fetterman, Fetterman uh, Fetterneck. Uh, nothing said, you know, John Fetterman's got a lump on his neck and I sniffed it and it smelled very good. Where's Jackie? Where's Dr. Pimple Popper when you need her? I got words for you. Oh my God. Made in America. John Fetterman's going to lose, and we're going to see him on the next episode of Dr. Pimple Popper. Yeah, they're going to take care of that, that thing. lipoma. That's the, best, that's the best show on TV. Uh, I mean, it's not. It's the best show. Dr. Pimple Popper is the best show called, on TV. Let me see. How many people on this on this uh, chat yeah, watch chat. The Curse of Oak Island? That's no, my favorite show. How many show. people on this chat? Or as I call it, let's find stuff in a hole in the ground. I love that show. Curse of Oak Island, one of my favorites. Chat, did anybody watch... Dr. Pimple Popper. Oh, yeah, lipoma. Everybody, people are jumping in. Here we go. Yeah. Uh, but it's John Fetterman. Yeah, so so uh, nothing says adding energy to a campaign uh, than having Joe Biden stump for you. Yeah. I mean, could you imagine? We were talking about this on our local show, loudmajority.locals.com. If you could give... Jeremy, here's a, here's, a, here's a good one for you. Give Joe Biden... And John Fetterman, a show on LFA TV Yo, for a week. The chat loves Doctor Pimple Popper. The number will, the numbers will absolutely. The chat is the, weird. The chat loves Doctor Pimple Popper. <laughs> Who right. we got? Melissa loves it. Uh, cats meows. Cat moes. Yeah, Ronky, Oak Island. You're my friend. Yeah, everybody. Doctor Pimple. Curse of Popper. Oak Island. Alyssa G. Yeah, Janet love loves it. Show. We know Janet from Queens. Oh, Janet's great. Janet's great. Curse of Oak Island, five years. I'm a 10-year vet for the Curse of Oak Island, folks. I've been watching it since the very beginning. KMC Patriot has a video up f for me on truth. A new challenge. Yeah. Would it be losing like your Braves did? <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Curse uh, of Oak Island, great to watch. We have a lot of Oak Island fans in the chat, too. Love you guys. Uh, but that's okay. No, you're not weird for liking Pimple Popper. It's, that's just a show I don't It's like, a great so show. It is what it and is. you know what? Is an even better show after that? It comes on right after Dr. Pimple Popper? Yeah. My feet are killing me. Yeah. Yeah, I hate that Podiatry. show. Podiatry. Curse of Oak Island, eight years. Jody Seven. Jody Seven, an eight-year vet for Curse of Oak Island. Love you. Well, it's come back November 5th. 15th, I believe. My so. feet are, yeah, oh, yo, Jackie loves it. My feet are killing me is awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Jackie. Yeah. Jackie, I don't like that show. Jackie. Thank you. By the way, was there a cat in her sink? I think I saw a picture yeah. on her Facebook. There's what a, is it with, with Jackie and TJ? With they keep Cats just keep showing up. You have Marty. You have fake Marty, who's named after the goalie who didn't win a Stanley Cup with the Rangers, Henrik Lundqvist, who was very good. Now we have a cat that showed up in her sink the other day. That's just incredible. So, anyway. Uh... Also, let's go hunting for treasure. And let's go. I'll, Janet, go I'll meet you. I will meet you in Nova Scotia. The, the, let's oh, go. Ashley Garland loves the feet too. Yeah. So, 
Uh, there we go. Uh, le- also, let me. Ah, uh, uh, Matthias wins. Where should we start? We will be finding out who Q is before they find that treasure. Yeah. Oh, excuse me. Maybe Q is buried at the bottom of Oak Island. Every time I lose, you know what? You know here's the deal. Funny? Hold on. I, I, I got. I got a Q I, thing. Every I gotta, time I lose my chapstick and I can't find it, I believe that's where it goes. I got a Q thing that no one has like discussed yet. Yeah. The one person that no one can find. Mm. Jimmy Hoffa is Q. Could be. That, you and know you what? know where Q currently is? Under the Verrazano Bridge. No, Q is currently on that Malaysian plane that disappeared. Oh, the one that Don Lemon yeah, thinks said was black swallowed hole. by a black hole? Or as I call it, eaten by... Nope. Nope. Not going to do it. I was not going to say that. <laughs> no. That'll get people in trouble. Wait, you were definitely not going to... You, you weren't going to say that the plane was eaten by Stacey Abrams? No, I wasn't going to say that. Okay. Are you racist? Absolutely not. <laughs> what the hell is that racist? That's a... You know, listen. Hole of color. All right, listen, we got this laptop story. Oh, Let's go to laptop Oh, story. okay. Yeah. Laptop all right, story. all right. I'll probably get in trouble for that one. Yeah, probably a little bit. No, we're we're going to get emails. Yeah, we're going to get emails. Uh, but again, she Biden was, is... She was the Gilgo killer. Maybe. Biden is uh, stumping for Fetterman, so I have this really interesting clip at the end of the show that we're going to play funny. But before about, we do that... About you got, Biden you uh, guys, talking about Fetterman's wife, who he thinks she's running for the Senate, not him. And if you think John Fetterman's ugly... Wait till you get a gander at that one. Yes. Uh, so, but let's go to the laptop because the laptop is always fun to talk about. Before Daily we Wire, get to the laptop, what you got? Rumble button. Rumble button. Hello. That's right. Rumble. You play to rumble the game. You play to rumble the game. That's right. And then if you hit that rumble button, I mean, guys, the website's right there. It's right there. Come on. Okay. Sign up. Newsletter. We got you. Newsletter. Shop. All day long. Q is DB Cooper. Q is DB Cooper from o- OFP Farms. There, blue collar bunch. Yes, DB Cooper jumped out of that plane. It's so funny. I keep thinking blue collar bunch is Mike because he's starting the, the blue collar dollar. dollar. Yeah. It's not him. Uh, Hunter Biden's laptop documents at least 459 legal violations, says a watchdog group. This is from Luke Rosiak on the Daily Wire. A year-long exploration. Luke Rosiak's writing for the Daily Wire? Yeah. Very nice. A a year-long exploration of Hunter Biden's laptop has yielded a 630-page report that its authors say document 459 violations of state and federal laws and regulations by President Joe Biden's son and his business partners. Marco Polo. Marco! Stop. Marco! That's not real. Marco! Someone's got to say freaking Polo! Thank you. Polo. Fish out of water. Marco Polo, a nonprofit formed by a one-time aide to former President Trump to enable a team of cyber gumshoes to take, give me a home among the gum trees with lots of plum trees. Of course. A sheep or two. That would be a Trump clothesline out the front. No, a clothesline out the back. Veranda around the front. And an old rocking chair. Great, great Australian folk music. there goes the old ears. Uh, to take a deep dive into the laptop that the crack ad- <laughs> the crack addled Biden left at a Delaware repair store claims the report is a roadmap for local, state, or federal prosecutors to pursue charges. The group also sent its report to each member of Congress. The timing of the report's release, coming two weeks before the midterm elections, has a certain symmetry to the laptop's initial introduction to the public. In 2020, days before the election, the New York Post published news of the laptop's existence as well as bombshells from it, but social media suppressed the story. You know, Twitter suspended Miranda Devine. They suspended the post. Uh, They suppressed the story after the FBI had warned companies of so-called misinformation. (sighs) 
Uh, this time My around, favorite phrase. Yeah, this time around, uh, the timing is similar, but other factors are reversed. Legacy outlets have acknowledged the laptop's files are authentic. Twitter founder Jack Dorsey admitted that censoring the laptop was a mistake, and the social media platform is being sold to free speech advocate Elon Musk. The team put together by Garrett Ziegler, Marco Polo's 26-year-old founder, <laughs> has mined the laptop with digital savvy and produced a thorough report that is anything but vague or superficial, weighing in at one gigabyte because of the number of screenshots from the laptop. Quote, I've been focusing on this for 13 months, uh, Ziegler told the Daily Wire. It was really a thing of necessity. I recognized how rich the material was. It requires utter focus. It is so hard to write something comprehensive about it and do anything else on the side. Quote, there have been some phenomenal writing so far on the sex and degeneracy, he added, but the focus on the report is on crimes. I had a compulsion to log every crime, even the state-level statutes. The mission is simple. Hold Republicans' feet to the fire. We don't want to hear that Republicans need another year to do an investigation. Yeah. I've done that here. So good job by Marco Polo, uh, no. Garrett Ziegler, the fish out of water himself, uh, for putting together this document of 459 legal violations on Hunter Biden's laptop. Let's see what Republicans do about it, because apparently voters want to see them in charge of the House and in charge of the Senate. Mm -hmm. uh, the Real Clear Politics Monmouth University poll came out yesterday. Another likely voter poll, uh, generic ballot, R plus six. Yeah. Monmouth, again, not a friendly outlet, not a friendly pollster, not Trafalgar, not Rasmussen. And, uh, folks, you're seeing you're just seeing it happen all over the place. I'm actually jumping on to Real Clear Politics now to see if anything else has popped up. And, uh, no. Oh, yes, Emerson. Emerson, uh, a 1,000 likely voters, Republicans plus five, so the RCP average continues to move. Uh, Politico, or as we call them, Bullshitico, uh, the only one still running registered voter surveys, finding the Democrats up a point, which still signifies Republican gains. Uh, but it looks like the general consensus is around plus six, five or six points right now. Yeah, I mean, the fact is, is that right now they're talking about races that just two weeks ago we were we were putting lean Dem or toss up. Adam Laxalt in Nevada. Uh, Nevada. Oh, I'm still not totally sure how to pronounce holy that. Holy cow. Real Clear Politics has just projected uh, their RCP ranking, obviously, of Michigan. They are projecting, they are projecting uh, Tudor Dixon to defeat Gretchen Whitmer in Michigan. Holy cow. That would be unbelievable. That is unreal. I mean, these Senate races, uh, we're talking, I mean, people are Ooh. talking about New Hampshire. Yeah. Maggie Hassan. He's out. only up a couple points. That's on the fact that Maggie Hassan might lose that race is... Yeah, so if you're up there in New Hampshire with Jeremy, if you're one of his original uh, viewers, guys, yeah, you got to get out. You know, I, I don't know. I'm not familiar with the density of New Hampshire, but uh, you know, if you live in one of those the, one of the cities up there or in a densely packed suburb, you guys got to get out and hit some doors. Got to hit doors. We're doing it this weekend. We're here. doing it this weekend here on Big Long Island. Time. Like it's uh, you guys, like we say all the time. What are you willing to do? How much of your time are you willing to give to do your part? To, to bring balance and restore order to this country. Let me ask you this question. Do you know who Leora Levy is? Leora Levy? Yeah. I don't. You ready for this one? She's challenging Dick Blumenthal in Connecticut for the Senate seat. Yes, I did hear about this. Down five points. Wow. Yeah. They have leaned, they have moved that, that race. Connecticut Senate, folks. Danang Dick. Horrible guy. Lied yeah. about his service. Leans them. Leans them. Leans them. I mean, I, look, if, so any, if, if this if stuff if starts to play there, out. If you're up there in Stanford or, uh, or uh, no one knows, uh, Bristol, 
I yep. only know Bristol because that's where ESPN is. Yep. But if you guys are up there, you guys, look, get out. Guys, go yep. to your local GOP headquarters. They will give you what you need to join the process. So the real clear politics, look at this. Wisconsin, a red governor, which... Michigan, a red governor. Who's the governor pre- I mean, if Mis- if Michigan goes red, how does Pennsylvania not go red? If Mi- look at this art, real clear politics adjusted. Wait, Dave, wait, Dave Wisconsin going red. All right, well, that's currently held by a Democrat. Tony Evers, Tony yeah. Evers yeah. yeah, they have Wisconsin going red, and in, in that race in Wisconsin right now, it's it's uh, Michels uh, versus Evers, and everything's either got Evers up only two points or tied uh, right now. I would say. Republicans are probably going to win this in Wisconsin. So Wisconsin's governor is going to change. Michigan's governor is going to change. Arizona, we're going to see uh, that's going to be a hold. Um, Nevada, Nevada, that's going to be a pickup. That's going to flip out there with um, Sisolak and Lombardo. It looks like Lombardo is going to pull that one off out there in Nevada. New York, I firmly believe, is in play. Pennsylvania, I firmly believe, is in play. I mean, there are blue state governors right now. Mm -hmm. And blue gover- states that are governed by blue state governors that are going to flip. And if Michigan flips, how does Pennsylvania not flip? Yep, and here's the thing is that this is not the only one. Right now, it's just Minnesota. Minnesota. Yep, they're, they're calling Minnesota a toss-up. Mm-hmm. They're calling... Oh, that's Maine, Maine a toss-up. There's, so there's so many M's. Wow. Nevada, that's a toss-up. New Mexico. I mean, Ned Lamont... Oregon le- is also going to flip. Ned Lamont in Connecticut. Yeah. Lean them. Yep. Guys, if you're not going in New Mexico, toss up. Yeah. So all their toss ups are, come on, Oklahoma's a toss up. What are, what are we doing here? Yeah, Oklahoma is getting tight that race. Oh, they've got the they've got the Democrat up one in their yep. in their recent polling. Yeah. And that, that that race is getting very tight. Pennsylvania's starting to tighten up once again. Uh, I do think Mastriano's gonna pull that off. It's just gonna be it's gonna indicate late in those polls. I love the fact that it lean lean GOP. Yeah, who? Abbott Kemp DeSantis. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, lean. Okay, lean. yeah, lean. Okay, okay. it's leaning so hard it's falling over. It's so funny because like they're projecting Michigan to flip, and yet Texas and Florida are leaning. I mean, uh, look, here's here's what you guys got to understand is that the twelve toss ups we have twenty four already. Yeah, you know, in the lean, uh, we will the twelve toss ups. Yeah, that brings us to thirty six. Yeah, which means that if we get one giant upset, we, yeah. we have enough to pass the constitutional amendment. Yeah, yeah, constitutional amendment. Yeah, which puts a lot on the table. It's a lot. Puts a lot on the table. Yeah. Puts voter ID on the table. Got to get everybody out and vote. I don't know. This is going to get everybody upset, probably. Uh, But I do not support federalizing voter identification because the federal government has no bearing on 50 state elections. I like that. I think, and that's just me being principled, right? I like that. I think every state should enact it. But there should not be a federal law requiring every state to do it because once you give the federal government that type of jurisdiction over election law, mm-hmm. goodbye to electoral college. It's gone. It's gone. Well, they would have to. What would have to happen is it would have to be like prohibition. Yeah. Where once you put it in, you would then need to have the constitutional the constitutional power to then add a, another amendment. Yeah. So that would mean that the Democrats would have to hold 37. I just uh, don't want to see... That's my favorite thing ever. I don't want to see the federal alcohol. government in charge of oh, yeah. anything. No, no federalization. I like that. Right? So let's do it. Let's do it state governments. Mm-hmm. And if your state... Look, let's put it this way. If you got 37 red states in the country with governors, 37 states in the country right now, Michigan, with- Wisconsin being two of them that we know funny business happened in 2020, mm-hmm. Pennsylvania being a third, New York, right? Florida, Texas, Oregon. If those states... Bring forth a new, you know, the new generation of Republican, the MAGA Republican, the real conservative, like Lee Zeldin wants voter ID in New York, in New York State. 
right, yep. for all the elections. You put him here, now all of a sudden, it's a lot harder to cheat with voter ID. Absolutely. Same thing in Michigan, same thing in Wisconsin, same thing in Pennsylvania, where a lot of cheating occurred, right? So that is a very, very important thing, where you can still tackle that issue of voter ID. If you have 37 out of mm-hmm. 50 states enacting those laws in their states, it's going to be very hard for Democrats to steal elections Absolutely. by cheating. So that's so. good. All right, so, but we don't want to. I don't want to federalize. I want to talk about this article though from Margot Cleveland, who does a really great job. Uh, this on the Federalist. Um, uh, the owner of the Delaware computer repair store, where Hunter Biden abandoned his MacBook, filed a suit against Hunter Biden, the Joe Biden 2020 presidential campaign. Representative Adam Schiff, I call him watermelon head and pencil deck. He's got a pencil deck with a watermelon head. Also, shout out to the Citizens Free Press. Thank you so much for putting my uh, stuff up yesterday. Blew up the YouTube channel a little bit. Uh, Politico is in, in the lawsuit, as we call it, Bolshevico, uh, in Delaware State Court on Monday. Again, Professor Margot Cleveland. And if you like the fact that uh, it looks like the Bidens are going to be sued for defamation over the claim that the laptop was Russian disinformation, I need you to hit that rumble button and share this show out. Please take this link, post it all over your social media, on Getter, repost button all over the place. Send it everywhere. Share it everywhere. Share it to your telegrams. Share it in your text messages. Get that link up and out. Let's make things happen on a Friday. And let's get to this article from Margot Cleveland. Um, uh, the eight-count complaint alleged claims of defamation, civil conspiracy, and civil aiding and abetting against the defendants based on statements they made after the New York Post published the scandalous materials recovered from Hunter's laptop. John Paul Mac Isaac found himself thrust into the public eye after the New York Post on October 14, 2020, published an expose about the contents of the laptop Hunter Biden had abandoned at Isaac's Delaware Computer Repair Store. No sooner had the news broken than Joe Biden's presidential campaign and backers of the Democrat candidate called the story Russian disinformation. Russia, Russia, Russia. Russia, Russia, Russia. You know about it. While Hunter Biden refused to comment on the story before the November 2020 election, after President Biden found himself safely in the White House, Hunter sat down with CBS News and when asked, was that your laptop? The president's son replied, I really don't know what the answer is. I have no idea. But when pushed on whether the laptop could be his, Hunter responded, there could be a laptop out there that was stolen from me. It could be that I was hacked. It could be that it was the that it was Russian intelligence. It could be that it was stolen from me. Uh, and it also could be that you're a crackhead and uh, it is your laptop, which we obviously know. Yeah. Isaac's lawsuit against Hunter alleges that the that contrary to Hunter's claims, I tell you what, if he was hacked, it's the greatest hacker on planet Earth because he got. Everything. everything, everything, including things we don't want to see. Uh, mm-hmm. Contrary to Hunter's claims, he knew the laptop was his as Hunter knowingly left the laptop with Isaac on April 12, 2019, and then a short time later returned to the store with an external hard drive for Isaac to transfer the data recovered from the laptop to the hard drive. Yet Hunter, quote, knowingly broadcast the false and defamatory information about his laptop to third parties and viewers of the interview. That imputed that Isaac was, quote, involved in one or more crimes, including theft of his laptop. So the uh. guy that you brought the laptop, you're now accusing of stealing it from you. Hacking of his laptop. So the guy who you told to transfer all of your data to the hard drive, you're now accusing of hacking. Or being a part of a plot by Russian intelligence. I don't know. I think this case may have a shot. I mean, look, why wouldn't it? You know, it, everything they're saying here is Patently false. Patently false. You know, I mean, it's not Russian disinformation. No, but of course, everything the world doesn't like is Russian disinformation. Everything. Russia. Russia. Everything is Russian disinformation. Russia, 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 Russia. Russia. 
You know what they call it? The Kung Flu. Every time people do that, when they just start screaming Russia, I just think of the Brady Bunch. Yeah. She's like, Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. Yeah, Russia, Russia, Russia. There you go. Impeachment hoax number one. Impeachment hoax number, number two. two. <laughs> what do you got there? Real Clear Politics. Real Clear. Real clear. Okay. Yeah. Real clear com, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. If you're looking for that, don't go on 538. You'll find, you'll catch Nate Silver at it again. And we might be Wish casting what? We might be getting a visitor this weekend. Uh, who? From the... Wildest mom in Carmel, New York. Really? Yeah, she's coming v. down. V. Tatiana. Yeah. Very, very I, cool. I told her to message us. I would love to see so that. So there may be a special episode, guys. Oh, yeah. we may. We, oh, she's unbelievable. You want to talk about... Look, everyone was. everyone's raising hell about this book, Gender Queer. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anybody in the chat knows about this book, Gender Queer, if it's showing up in your schools. Mm-hmm. Um, she uncovered that first before anybody. Before anybody and else. And it's disgusting. RealClearPolitics.com, folks, disgusting. if you want to check that out. Uh, please hit that rumble button. Rumble, rumble, rumble like crazy. And uh, we're going to get to the Charlie Chris story in just a bit until we finish up here. We got this defamation count against BFPCC. Uh, Isaac alleged the campaign committee employees knew or should have known that the claims of Russian disinformation were false, yet they published those statements about the laptop knowing they would subject Isaac to, quote, distrust, scorn, ridicule, hatred, and contempt, which continues to this day, and that they, sim- they, and that they imply Isaac, quote, committed an infamous crime uh, example, treason and or other crimes against the United States of America by participating in a Russian attempt to undermine American democracy and the 2020 presidential election. First of all, how could you undermine the 2020 presidential election when it was the safest and most secure election in the history of the country? In the history of the country. Unbelievable. Can't take these people seriously. I just, I, I, meanwhile, we have, I, I think Carrie Lake uh, said it yesterday on Tucker. Yeah, she was great. That uh, she has 150 instances of Democrats saying that elections were stolen going back to just 2000. Yeah. So what she said is it's not okay when Republicans do it, but mm-hmm. it's okay when Democrats do it. Stacey Abrams still thinks she's the governor of Georgia. Stacey Abrams. It's probably because she takes up the entire... Or as I call her, double-wide. Okay, double-wide. Stacey Abrams, horrible. Horrible person. Yeah, I can't stand her. Uh, but look, again, you break can't this story... Ya. You break this story down, right, about this Russian disinformation. How is it defamation? to character because we have the signed receipts of Hunter dropping the computer off. It clearly wasn't stolen because he signed over the laptop. Uh, and then to say that the laptop was fabricated or it was stuff that was hacked by Russia when it came out of a Russia, when it came out of a computer store, it came out of the store where he dropped it off to yeah. do work on the computer. And how could he forget this guy? He's, he's, he looks like Pepe yeah. with that little hat on. It's unbelievable. So uh, obviously not Russian disinformation. Obviously not a plot by Russian intelligence. It's a crackhead who forgot that his computer with all sorts of really nasty stuff on it was in a store. And now this guy Isaac is getting dragged over it. Meanwhile, all he did was his job. He owns a computer repair store. Mm-hmm. He's doing his job. And now he's all of a sudden a Russian agent. He's getting harassed. So I hope he wins that case. I think it's a good case. And I think he's, it's worth it's worth pursuing. Yep. And best of luck to him. And hopefully, if there's any way to help, maybe we could find out how to help. Maybe there's a, a, a Apparently, Stacey Abrams is going to win this year's NFL, NFL lineman, lineman of the, the year. year. Patriot Johnson. Very good. Very good. Patriot Johnson, huh? Although my favorite, yeah, although mm, although my favorite uh, my favorite uh, comment was from Bud Connor yesterday, who said that Stacey Abrams' rear end has its own zip code. Mm. That was pretty funny. Very, really funny. Speaking of Bud Connor, because I know he likes to uh, talk about this product, uh, one of our sponsors uh, that we have here, CB Distillery. I wonder if we were sponsored by the Rumble button, if everyone would hit it. Yeah, I think if we're sponsored by the Rumble button, it would get hit. But CB Distillery, folks, uh, this is a crazy... Crazy, stressful world we're living in. These are crazy, stressful times. So what's your solution to relax? If you haven't tried CBD, you haven't experienced complete 
relaxation. CBDistillery.com has the best CBD products, including their top-rated Synergy Plus collection. No prescription needed, and it's delivered to your door. You don't need a prescription, but this delivers a sense of calmness and well-being that'll make you wonder how you managed life without it. So, what could possibly be this effective at taking the edge off life and deliver a level of chill you've never experienced? It's called Unwind Synergy Plus... THC and CBD. Chill it's down. only available from cbdistillery.com, and you must be 21 or older to order. Unwind Synergy is remarkably formulated uh, with, excuse me, full spectrum, full spectrum CBD plus hemp derived Delta 9 THC. Bottom line, if you could use a little peace and calm in your life, Unwind Synergy is for you. And with over 2 million customers, CB Distillery is the source you can trust. Visit cbdistillery.com and click on Synergy Plus. And at checkout, enter LFA for 15% off. Promo code LFA, Lima Foxtrot Alpha. Again, enter LFA for 15% off at cbdistillery.com. That is cbdistillery.com. Not available in Idaho, Iowa and South Dakota, and if you're not interested in the THC product, some folks don't want to do that. There are products that are THC-free. There are joint relievers and all sorts of lotions and things on that website. Check them out, cbdistillery.com. I take CBD to sleep or else I wouldn't have slept last night because I was so amped up about all these freaking numbers that I ran for the Zeldin race. Uh, I was just, like, I closed my eyes while well, I saw with numbers. So it was like that scene from The Hangover where <laughs> Alan's going down the escalator and just numbers yep. are going by. Uh, it was kind of like that. So check them out, cbdistillery.com. It'll help. It's great. And uh, it also helps with pain and all sorts of things like that. Charlie Crist lost his campaign manager. Oh, where, oh, where did my campaign manager go, says Charlie Crist. Charlie Crist, campaign manager, oh, abruptly where, departs. Oh, where could my that's a great yeah, song. Yeah, it's a good song. Charlie Chris, campaign manager. Who sings that? No, oh, you tell me. <laughs> Charlie Chris, campaign manager, abruptly departs bid for Florida governor. Ryan King here on the Washington Examiner. Uh, Florida Pearl Jam. Who? Pearl Jam sings that? Maybe. Pearl Jam sings that? Maybe. Let's keep it that way. Florida Democratic gubernatorial candidate Charlie Chris, <laughs> Charlie Chris campaign manager, exited the team less than three weeks out from the midterm election. Campaign manager Austin Durer is leaving to focus on on a family matter, and Sydney Throop, who previously worked on Chris Congre- Throop Throop yes, who who uh, God grade school must have been rough for her. Must have been rough. Uh, Sydney Throop, who previously worked on Chris congressional campaigns, will take up the mantle. A spokesperson told Florida Politics, uh, "I have never seen this happen. Twenty days before an election, I hope he's okay." Christina Pushaw, a spokeswoman for Ron DeSantis's. Uh, uh, re-election campaign wrote she, on just, Twitter. I love it. That's just so backhanded. I love. It's just like, oh, I've never. This has never happened before. I hope everything's okay. Yeah, Christina Pushaw, by the way, uh, he's like his spokesperson for the governor's office. She is a complete savage. savage. This woman. I don't know where she finds the gumption. I can't wait to see her and Pam Bondi. Stones. Pam Bondi fight it out. Oh, my goodness. I'll tell you right now. When Ron DeSantis is the president of the United States, whenever that day arrives, if this is not the press secretary, it will be. But if she is not the press secretary, I'm I'm going to impeach DeSantis. That's it. That's (laughs) it. That's it. Right there. Crimes and misdemeanors for not putting Christina Pushaw in front of the media. (laughs) She is unbelievable. She's great. This one, or maybe it's that guy, uh, Jeremy uh, Redfern, Jeremy who told Redfern. who told Joy Reid, "No, nah, nah, we're good. We're good." <laughs> I mean, that is a level of, inst- of of just savagery that is executed by 
Very few. Very few. Chris' campaign was adamant that Durer's exit was unrelated to the state of the campaign. The state of the campaign is in distress. But it is not clear what personal issue prompted his departure. Oh, my God. DeSantis maintains a comfortable edge in polling, leading Chris by 7.8 percentage points in the latest Real Clear Politics average. Uh, the Florida governor who first ascended to the office in a nail-biter in a uh, 2018 contest against also meth head, fellow meth head, uh, uh, Andrew Gillum, Gillum. Uh, has been a rising star in the Republican circles. Uh, although DeSantis has said he is focused on re-election, there is mounting speculation about a 2024 presidential bid. Numerous surveys peg DeSantis as a top contender often behind former President Donald Trump in polling for a hypothetical GOP primary. Taking note of DeSantis' growing profile, Christ has implored Democrats to focus on his gubernatorial showdown, insisting now is the time to beat DeSantis. You know what now is the time for, Charlie Christ? Lotion on the skin, <laughs> you leathery bastard. <laughs> it puts the lotion on the skin or another or it, campaign manager leaves. It puts the lotion on the skin or it loses the election. Or you lose the race again. I mean, it is just, he is, if you look at this guy, he, he, he really looks like a purse, like a leather bag. Yeah. Like Louis Vuitton would be I, interested in skinning this guy and turning it into a bag. When he dies, they're going to take his skin and make it into a jacket. Not when I'm drinking coffee. And it's going to be worn by a friend of ours. <laughs> I just don't, I, I don't know. I, do you think Charlie Chris really thinks he has a chance? Or do you think that he sits back and he goes, well, the Democrats put me up because they didn't want to blow one of their uh, one of their bench players? I think that's what it is. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny. He I mean, he was a Republican. He was a Democrat. Yeah. Now he's a, no, no I'm sorry. He, he was, was a, a Republican, Republican. Then he was an independent. Now he's a Democrat. Or as I call him, Mike Bloomberg. Yeah, it's the same type of thing. A perpetual campaigner. Uh, Chris may not have the money that Bloomberg has. I don't know if many people do have the money that Bloomberg has. Yo, but, I, you know, I, it's funny because he compared himself to Jesus recently. And like, I understand his last name is one letter away from being Christ. I get it. But, but come on now. That. First when, of all. Whenever somebody compares himself to Jesus, why don't you just look at them and go, hey, you see that chair over there? Yeah. Why don't you go sit down until that feeling goes away? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> I mean, you know? Well, you know, I mean, look, everyone has their own views on religion or whatever, but all I know is you're not it. Yeah. And as soon as anyone compares himself to Jesus, usually they are then branded blank person. Yeah. Cult. Leader. Right. Yes. Exactly. Uh, like you know, David Koresh. He or, compares himself. Or Jim Jones. Or, and then we know the Democrat Party's in a cult for sure. They're 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 a cult in and of themselves. Those radical crazies. And, and I'll might, say, Chris, we might be having the guy who played David Koresh on the show oh, really? very soon. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, he also played Tim Riggins on Friday Night Lights. Well, that's that, that, that's quite nice now, isn't it? Played Mike Murphy in Lone Survivor. We love it. Nicole's Fantastic. On that. Wonderful job. Uh, we have this Charlie Chris. He compares himself to Jesus. Who have he? Who has he saved? By the way. Jesus was like a savior. Yeah. He saved everybody for, you know, what was it? He sacrificed himself for our sins. Charlie Christ sacrificed what? He sacrificed maybe his skin, <laughs> but it not puts, for anybody else. It puts the lotion. It puts the, it, Charlie Christ must put the lotion on the skin. That's it. You leathery, raggedy fool. Yeah. Uh, and he looks like, he really looks like a piece of KFC. He does. It's really, it's really bad, Charlie Chris. But his campaign manager's gone, and, uh, I, you know, I, not I, a good thing with three weeks to go. I identify as natural immunity. My yeah. pronouns are, they lied. Oh, speaking of pronouns. Oh, I'm saving that meme. Let's have a little fun with pronouns. How <laughs> many people in the chat know what bun self is? Bun self. Bun slash self. 
Bun slash self is uh, apparently you can identify as it's called noun self. I don't know if you've heard of this before. Bun self pronouns. There is a guide, by the way, uh, to neo pronouns on the New York Times. I, I'm not kidding. A guide to neo pronouns. I'll put this up on oh the screen God. for you. Yesterday, all the protesters that confronted AOC. Yeah. With like, oh, we know a few of them. Yeah, we do know a few. I, I know yeah. that one. I know yeah. that one. I, I know. Oh, look, there's Deanna. Yeah. Yep. But <laughs> of course, Deanna's there. I love but she, I, she's, such a, she's but so. At one point, she AOC, loves this stuff. At one point, AOC started to go. Listen, listen. So now we've got a dub over. Linda, Linda, listen, listen. Oh, you're she was not going listening. like a, Listen, listen, listen. Okay, okay, okay. Linda, Linda, you're not listening. She is such a racist. That, if, if no one, if you got chat, if you haven't seen that video, it's about five years old. You need to just Google, Linda, Linda, you're not listening. Yeah. Watch the video. Watch what this little boy is saying. And then just imagine, imagine the trouble that husband got in when he got home. <laughs> you know that son oh, was yeah. mimicking exactly what his father said. Oh, yeah. Linda, Absolutely. Linda, listen. <laughs> you're not listening. Here's this uh, bun self thing. I'll read this for you. It's on the screen. Noun self pronouns can refer to animals. So your pronouns can be bun slash bun self. That's if you're a rabbit. Kitten slash kitten self. Uh, others refer refer to fantasy characters. Vamp slash vamp self. I guess that's someone who identifies as a vampire. Prin slash cess slash princess self. I would I would cautiously urge anybody whose pronoun is cess to look up what a cesspool is. Fay mm -hmm. slash sure. fair slash face self. I think that's for if you're a fairy. I'm sure if anyone who identifies as a cess. Is probably the size of a Cessna. Yes. Uh, or even just common slang like in it slash in its slash in itself. Uh, a guide to neo pronouns published by the New York Times. So that's just some of the crazy stuff that we're dealing with. Bun self, you can identify as a bunny. See, I you can identify you as like, a cat. I thought you meant like hamburger bun. No. You no. can identify as a seeded loaf of bread. Yeah, no, well, that's not a live. That would be like if, if a fat person had a lot of skin tags. Yeah. It'd be like the top of a Big Mac. Big Mac, right. Uh, Get those arms pumping. Maybe uh, mix, mix in, a, in salad. a salad. You know? And if you're offended, be offended. Be, be offended. Be offended. That's a direct quote from, uh, what's Gates' first name? Matty Ice? Speaker. Speak. Oh, right. Yeah, Charlie. Speaker Gates. Speaker Gates. Yeah, we know. And I know he had a heart attack every time we say that. Oh, not a good idea. It's a great idea. Virginia Kruta. Ah uh, no, we'll get to Virginia Cruta in a second. Let's see, where's this other one about uh, fetter fetter neck? There was a good one up here about fetter neck. Where is it? Nope, that's Chris. That's it. Oh, maybe it's not there. Biden tells Fetterman's wife. There it is. Got it. Breaking. John Fetterman does not speak. We know that. Yeah. Sorry, John Fetterman doesn't speak at event with Biden in Pennsylvania. So, could you imagine a Trump rally where Donald Trump doesn't speak? And it wouldn't really be a Trump rally. It wouldn't be a Trump rally. Right. It would just be a rally. It would just be a bunch of people in a hangar. Listening to other people talk about Trump. Squirrel. John, thank you very much for running. I really do appreciate it. And Giselle, you're going to be a great, great lady in the Senate. Wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. Fetterman's wife's name is Giselle. Yeah. Well, yeah. there are two. So it turns out there are two Giselles in the world. One that looks Polar like. Polar opposites. One that looks like John Fetterman's wife. And one that looks like Tom Brady's and, ex. And one that looks like Tom Brady's yeah. ex. Or 2BX. 2BX. official, but it's going to be official soon. During a start. speech in Pennsylvania. Tom, Tom. During a speech in Pennsylvania how regarding you, infrastructure. How do you divorce Tom Brady? He's like so charming. Uh, he's, 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 he's not neglected her. He has. Well, he's a football player. 
She knew that when she married him. I mean, he, she married him when he was the quarterback of the Patriots. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, he's a competitor. He's not done yet. He's not done yet. Tom. Yeah, Tom. Tom, Tom, it's, it's Tom Brady. It's Tom Brady. It's TB12. Whoa, 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 beat Tom Brady. <laughs> <laughs> oh, during a speech in Pennsylvania regarding infrastructure programs, President Joe Biden toted Democrat Senate candidate John oh Fetterman God. and they his wife. Her, somebody just called Giselle. Uh, Fetterman, Fetterman. Yeah. Jersey Shore Giselle Oh boy John oh, thank you very Dang, much That's rough That's rough Thank you very much for running I really do appreciate it And Giselle you're going to be A great great lady in the Senate Biden told the Fettermans <laughs> uh, Fetterman was seen on the tarmac Earlier on Thursday Meeting Biden as he exited Air Force One There's actually a picture here uh, Folks I, it's, I don't know I, I don't think this picture is doctored uh, It is a picture of John Fetterman In a suit Look at that. Uh, for the first time ever, God, that John is. Fetterman Look appears that, to not be in a hoodie. Look at that goofy face he's yeah, making. He just is a... You rang. You rang. Can you throw that on the screen? What, Lurch? Yeah. I can't find Lurch. I don't know no, where he no, is. No, no, no. That... Yeah, it's up there now. Oh, it's up there yeah, now. I put it up there right now. Oh, uh, well, yep. my, my screen's delayed. Yeah, Fetterman in a Look suit. Look at that dumb face. It's really, it's really bad. So John Fetterman actually wore a suit for the first time. He's the only person whose suits look bigger than, on him than they do on Ron DeSantis. Still, and it's funny because if you zoom in on that, Ron DeSantis. he still couldn't button the top button. Oh, yeah, let's go back to that and see what that looks like. Top button. Oops, it's not there. Let me go back to Google. He still couldn't button the top button. Let me see. Did he not button the top button? Let's see. I was, oops, I went to the wrong part. Let's zoom in on that top button. Oh, yeah, that's not buttoned. No not chance. chance. Not a chance. Not a chance. And I that mean, tie, look, the tie, tie is, I mean, the tie is well done. Yeah, but it's got a wrinkle there. You got to puff that no, out. You, see, I, you don't do that with your ties. I do. You like the wrinkle? I, I like that because when you're a bigger guy, you can't have a thin tie. Okay. Because then it just looks like there's a line going down your plump body. You know who's got the tie, the tie game perfect? I hope you agree with me on this one. Handsome Doug. I was going to go with Jesse Waters. Oh, him too. But yeah. Handsome Doug too. Handsome Doug. His he's, ties like pop. Pumped. Yeah, he's got like this like special color. I think his wife's outside. Is she? Yeah. Hi, Amanda. Uh, we are, So that's John Fetterman. I'm going to play the clip for you folks so you can hear Sleepy John. <laughs> hey, this is John Fetterman. Giselle, you're going to make a great lady in the Senate. But before we do that, we'll get to a fun clip like this first. I have trouble even mentioning, even saying to myself my own head the number of years. I no more think of myself as being as old as I am than fly. And this one. But the truth is, there's a lot more Republicans out there taking credit for the new bridges and those buzz that are collapsing. And this one. And so I, uh, I uh, was sort of raised uh, in the Puerto Rican community at home politically. And so we, and we came here for a long time, uh, both for business and pleasure, since you're part of the Third Circuit Court. And this one. Start off with two herbs. Made in America. Made in America. And that's not hyperbole. I'm not joking about that. Let us also go to this Did one where he reads the email the wrong. Please tell us by going to report fraud, report fraud, D-O-T-F-T-C dot gov. So now you have that. Now here, listen to him talking to the Fettermans and telling Giselle. Yeah, I think you're running. And Lieutenant Governor, I was saying something nice about you. That's why it went out. And uh, but I'm saying we're going to try like the devil to keep you from having to, we're not having to deciding to leave. I wish you didn't. And 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 John, thank you uh, very much for uh, for running. I really do appreciate it. And Zell, you're gonna you're gonna be a great. Uh, a great lady in the Senate. You're going to be a great lady in the Senate. So does yeah. Joe Biden think that she's running for Senate? He might. Because I've... 
maybe maybe like his his dementia has come to like so full circle that he's thinking I mean, there's no way he's running. No. Right, yeah. Maybe I don't think you're running for Senate. Where's Jackie? I don't know where Jackie is. Where's Jackie? Where you know what you know what I'm curious where it is? Seven hundred and eighty people watching and three hundred eighty rumbles. I mean, uh, what, I mean, what the hell? Four hundred is right what, around the corner, folks. What the hell what are we are doing we here? Doing here? If you guys haven't made that rumble account yet, make that rumble account so you can hit that rumble button as we just make our way right up that top thirty on yeah, rumble. Yeah, we so were we, on. Uh, we were number eighteen we yesterday. Were number by the way, eighteen on rumble. I, so top twenty in the leaderboard smash. yesterday. Smash the hell out of smash that rumble button like Republicans are going to smash Democrats. That's right. That's a good. That's a good segue for the final thing. Paul Bedard, Washington Examiner. Voters agree. GOP to take the House and the Senate. Weeks of reporting that the Republicans are poised to take control of the House and maybe the Senate have sunk with voters now who mostly agree that the November elections should now show Democrats the door. In the latest Rasmussen Report survey, shared with secrets, likely voters expect Republicans to win control of the House, and it's not even close, with 67% liberals, that's two-thirds, agreeing to 17% who don't. Even 56% of Democrats expect their party to lose control of the House, or as we call it, the writing is on on the the wall. wall. It's right there at the big... The writings on the wall. It's a big, beautiful wall. It's big, beautiful writing, and we're going to win the midterms by a wider margin than Stacey Abrams and Rosie O'Donnell. Two wide margins in and of themselves combined. Okay, believe me, that's what's going to happen. Did you know about that? Did you know about Did it? Did you know about it? Rosie's huge. Stacey's huge. And this is the one time I'm going to say Stacy's mom definitely did not have it going on. She made a big mistake with Stacy, believe me. Whoa! In the latest, oh, sorry. As for the Senate, it's closer with 58% of likely voters believing it's likely the Republicans will edge out the Democrats. Just 25% don't agree. Among Democrats, uh, the, excuse me, among Democrats, where is it? Among Democrats, the split is even. 42% agree, 42% don't. Much of the media have recently raised expectations that the House will turn red by 10 to 40 seats, as we saw on the Real Clear Politics average, and that's going to continue to trend upwards. There has been some reporting of tightening Senate races that could give the Republicans a one to two seat edge after the elections are over on November 8th. Now, it's important to also note that these governor races that are toss ups in some of these states that they've never been toss ups before, if there are Senate races in those states as well, those Senate races are going to be closer than a lot of people think because they're both statewide races. Yes. And if the Republican parties in those states are being smart, they're running on a unified ticket like they're doing here, which is why Chuck Schumer uh, appears to be completely terrified. So that's important to note as well. As we look at real clear politics real quick, uh, we are in this. They haven't updated it since October 17th. I believe we're going to see 50 seats coming into that GOP pickup range. I'm going to show you the trend. As you know, the trend is your friend. That is my favorite uh, weather phrase to mention when we talk about where the storms are going. The trend is your friend. Take a look at this. It started off down here in August, uh, a minimum of nine or six seats right down there Mm -hmm. to a maximum of 40. It has shifted. Actually, five was the minimum in early October, back to a minimum of six, minimum of seven, minimum of eight, maximum of 46 seats projected to flip here. Uh, So you could see things really starting to change, really starting to trend in our favor. And we have a birthday. We have a birthday in the chat. Happy birthday to... uh, Am Shade, I know. Am Shade, I just wanted to wish you a very happy birthday. I know that you're celebrating a big, beautiful birthday right now. 
And I wanted to let you know that, uh, you know, you don't look a day over 25. I don't know how old you are, but you don't look a day over 25. You're a fantastic person. You highly respect it. And I hope you enjoy your big, beautiful birthday. I hope it's huge. And the best is yet to come. Believe me. Yeah. There you go, folks. So you ready for this week's stupid story of the week? Go for it. As we roll right. out, as we as close we, it as out. We close out. Over 400 Rumbles. Folks, hit it real quick. We might get 500 again. Go it, for it. We could do stupid that. show of the week. Stupid story stupid of the story week. Of the so week. Meghan Markle came out on her podcast oh, the other boy. day and said that while she was on Deal or No Deal, she was objectified. Oh, geez. So what she said was basically like in the back of, you know, all the women on Deal or No Deal that open the briefcases, they're all models. They're all low-rent models that are trying to get their start or whatever. Same thing as on The Price is Right. Mm. You know, all these people, they're all models. So... They had stations in the back of Deal or No Deal, this according to Meghan Markle. That, and I like this story because I really don't like this woman at all. Not at all. Not at all. So they had like a hair station, an eyebrow, an eyelash station, and you would like go down the assembly line and sure. you'd have like hair and makeup being done. She claimed that there was a bra station that would like, based on what you were wearing, they'd give you a certain bra to make the breasts look a certain way. A certain way. And that made her feel demeaned and all this crap. Well, it turns out... like Fake news. Fake news. Fake like 15 of the girls news. from Deal or No Deal was like, no. There's no bra, a bra station. station. No one knows what the hell she's talking about. So, Meghan Markle, uh, this you have given me the opportunity to agree with Piers Morgan yeah. and saying that you'll do anything for fame and you're a genuinely terrible person. You know where else there wasn't a bra station? In Andrew Cuomo's office. Yeah, he got it. <laughs> yes, yes, that is correct. You know, in my office, there was no bra station. There were no bras allowed. There were no bra stations. <laughs> there were no, the bra station was his palm. Oh. <laughs> well, that's your stupid story of the week, everybody. So if there's any royal fans out there, just remember that Meghan Markle sucks. Oh, She's awful, and Harry's right. a ginger, and he's you know probably not. Really uh, yeah. royal. All right, on that note, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, another week of the Go Go Mago Rangers has come to uh, a close. Thank you so much. Keep hitting that rumble button on the way go, out. Go Go Mago Rangers. Go Go Mago Rangers. That's right. See, that's how the, if Donald Trump was a Power Ranger, that's how he would fight. And if and occasionally. And then if, <laughs> go yeah, Go. Every time Ma you do this, it reminds me of that like cat thing that like. Yeah. No, but there's like a cat toy. It's like a clock, and it just goes... Like oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I thank go you. Give, I got to go give this best man speech now. That's right. Uh, thank you so much for watching. Thank you so much for listening. Again, hit the Rumble button on the way out. We love you. We thank rumble, you, rumble, LFA rumble. family. Yeah, speaking of Rumble, something yeah. is happening outside of yeah, our studio it sounds right like now, our, it sounds like I our building. I genuinely have no idea what's happening. So I'm... It sounds like our building is falling apart. Yeah. So we will be back on Monday, same time, same place, rumble.com slash loudmajorityus, 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. Four, we will not comply. Then uh, Rumble. Uh, then rumble.com slash LFA TV. That's right. LFA TV. Rumble.com slash LFA TV uh, from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Remember Jeremy Harrell's stream starting next, 11 a.m. Mike Crispy 12, Anna Perez 1, Jeremy Harrell again. Oh, he might not be on again today, Friday. If he is, maybe mean tweets. We'll see what happens. But uh, it's been a pleasure, another great week for you and us, ladies and gentlemen of the LFA family. We love you. We thank you. God bless you. God bless America. Guys, Stop complying with any unlawful Get mandates. involved. Use this week. Weekend. Eight, we got three weekends left till election That's day. That's right. Cut the crap. 
Spend an hour or two of your time to help get your favorite candidates elected. That's right. It's a republic if you can keep it. Take back our country. Thank you. God bless you. God bless America. Stop complying with unlawful mandates and madness if you live in a state that still has unlawful mandates and madness. And as always, ladies and gentlemen, stay loud.